Welcome to More Than Your Infertility Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Dillon Snyder, IVF mindset coach and IVF mom. Just like you, I know the impact riding the emotional roller coaster of infertility has on your life and how easy it is to be consumed by it. And I plan to support you, remind you, and teach you how to be more than your infertility while you're in the wait for your baby. If going through infertility is harder than you thought, taking longer than you thought, and impacting your emotional well-being, you're in the right spot. So no more waiting. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hello, hello. Okay, this is episode eight called Navigating Friendships During Infertility, How to Communicate Your Needs and Find Support. If you're listening to this, chances are you've felt that unique ache of navigating friendships while on the infertility journey. It's like a silent struggle of two things. On the one side, it's balancing being a good friend to others when what that often means and often looks like doesn't always honor your own feelings and what you need. And the second side is this isolated feeling when you're not actually alone, when you're surrounded by people who love you, they just don't get it. If you understand what I'm talking about, then please know it's not just happening to you and you'll want to listen to today's episode. We're diving deep into something we've all faced, the complexities of friendships during infertility. So grab a cup of comfort and let's chat about finding understanding and support from your friends while going through the infertility journey. I personally know how it feels when all your friends around you are pregnant and having babies without any issue and the get togethers and group texts are all about pregnancy and babies and not something you can participate in. And I know the challenge of wanting more than you're getting from them. When you see them trying, but they're just missing the mark. Listen, you already feel like a burden. It might seem like the best thing to do is grin and bear it. But I want you to know it's possible to communicate what you need from them without feeling like you're burdening them even more. It's possible to have friends who do not understand what you're going through and who are supportive. But here's the thing. No one is a mind reader and expecting your friends to know exactly what you need without telling them is setting everyone up for disappointment. We all process stress and grief differently, and that includes handling infertility. So before we dive into how to communicate your needs, let's start by checking our expectations that your friends should know better or should know what you need when you haven't told them yet and they can't read your mind. Also, let's acknowledge that some friendships have seasons. Some last a lifetime, some are a specific time or season, and some are for a particular reason. I've experienced friendships evolve and change throughout my life, during my infertility and outside of it. So I can tell you that a friendship changing is okay and that it's just part of life. It's not necessarily a side effect of having infertility. All right, so now that you know that no one is a mind reader and that some friendships will evolve and change, let's talk about the practical stuff. First things first is you have to know what you need. And I often talk with women going through infertility that don't even know that. 
So if you're feeling the same thing, it's not a problem. It's easiest to start by identifying what you don't like. Maybe it's that your friends never ask about your fertility journey, or maybe they ask too much, or maybe they ask during work when you don't want to get emotional. Maybe they don't include you in conversations or they forget to invite you to events or playdates. It may involve setting boundaries, such as asking for child-free gatherings. Remember, it's entirely acceptable to prioritize spending time with your friend without their baby. Your needs are valid, so start by taking note of the things you don't like that the people around you do. Then, think of the things you would do if a friend of yours told you that she's going through IVF. How would you show up for her? Most likely, whatever you come up with is things you hope your friends would do for you. Some examples that came to mind for me is mark on the calendar appointment dates they share with me so I can check in on them. Send them random Circe's or just because gifts. Invite them out for coffee or walk and talks. I actually have a blog with a ton of gift ideas and different acts of service to help support someone going through infertility. So I will link that in the show notes. Check it out if you're looking for more ideas. Step two then is to communicate your needs. So once you've figured out what you need, the next step is communicating it. I get it. It's uncomfortable. Asking for help and showing vulnerability might feel like uncharted territory. Yet if you're navigating infertility and finding that the closest people in your life who are aware of your situation aren't providing the support you need, it's time to make a change. Remember your friends care deeply. They just might not know how to show it. So start by assuming that you're on the same team, that your friends adore you and they want to help. They just need some direction. Then choose a way to share your feelings and what would mean a lot to you. Depending on the dynamics of your friendships, whether individually or within a group, express your feelings openly. Share specific actions that would mean a lot to you. For instance, you could reach out to a friend or group and say, hey, I realize none of you have experienced infertility and that's okay. Here's what I've noticed and what I'd appreciate for support. Being open like that can lead to more meaningful connections during this challenging journey. And if this feels like a leap for you, start small with just one friend and one specific ask. Setting boundaries is a crucial part of the process. If you've told your friends not to bring up pregnancy in certain situations and they do, it's on you to speak up and remind them. And remember that when we assume, we get disappointed. So assuming your friends know your boundaries without stating them isn't fair to anyone. Another crucial point to remember is that expectations can sometimes lead to disappointment. Sometimes we unintentionally set ourselves up for disappointment by expecting something from a friend that they may not be equipped to provide. Not all friends are equipped to give us the support we need. Some friends excel at being the life of the party, late night companions, or the creators of memories at themed gatherings. However, they may not be the go-to support during overwhelming or emotional times. This doesn't need to diminish their friendship or make them a bad friend. It just highlights that their strengths lie in different areas. 
Understanding this dynamic allows you and your friends to flourish by seeking support from other sources. Additionally, recognizing that friendships naturally evolve, particularly during different life stages. It's common to spend more time with those who share similar experiences. This might be a good time to expand your network by connecting with others who understand the challenges of infertility. You can do this with in-person support groups, whether that's with your infertility clinic, church, or through Resolve, which is the National Infertility Association, where you can look up support groups by zip code. Other options are through online support groups on social media. You can do it through curated infertility groups or one-on-one with me. Navigating friendships during infertility can be a challenge when you don't think that your needs matter, when you feel like you're already a burden, when speaking up for what you need feels hard, and when you think you're the only one. Remember, your friends are wonderful, supportive people who are on the same team as you, and sometimes you need more than what they're giving you and can give you. And that does not need to be a problem. So whether you turn to support groups, online communities, or working with me, there are resources out there for you. Get clear on what you need from your friends, speak up, and then reach out to find others who understand. If working with me is something you've been thinking about or want to know more about, you can schedule a free call so we can talk about it at the link in the show notes. And before we go, there's one last reminder. You are more than your infertility. Thank you for being a part of More Than Your Infertility. If today's episode resonated with you, please consider sharing it on social media or with a friend. Your support helps us reach more women on their infertility journey, empowering them to break free from the grip of infertility shame and rediscover their hope. And before we part ways, I have a small favor to ask. If you've enjoyed the podcast, kindly leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps other women find this empowering community. Until next time, always remember, you are more than your infertility.